0: another episode of Gesso Girls. It's just me today, Julia. I am sitting down after doing some yoga. It's the morning. I'm feeling pretty, pretty relaxed despite having a night actually where I was kind of having some insomnia. <laughs> um, I don't know why I've just been having that lately, but um, I was up kind of thinking last night uh, about an idea that I really wanted to create a podcast about, and I think that was probably what was keeping me up as I just kept thinking. So I was like, You know, even though today is not the day that we normally record podcasts and it's just me, I wanted to record something. And I was thinking a lot about what makes a painting, a piece of art work, like what makes it special and what makes it sing. And, you know, I've heard some people describe that as, you know, the essence of the work and something that really has some substance, um, and just something that keeps your attention and keeps you interested. It's more than just a pretty picture. It's something that um, just is really, I don't know, it, it's kind of it transcends like words. Maybe transcend is like the word for it. I something that transcends just the image, just the object that you've created. And um, I've been thinking about this a lot because I feel like I'm at this place of like I feel like I'm right on the cusp of like knowing how that formula, Works for me, um, but I'm not like quite there yet. But I'm like slowly getting there, and um, I want to talk about that because I was listening to, or rather than listening, I was watching last night a masterclass. My mom a year ago got um, my boyfriend and I a subscription to MasterClass, and we just you know realized like, oh, it's almost the end of the year. We should binge watch all these masterclasses before our subscription ends, and. We were watching one about magic with um, Penn and Teller, um, the very famous, you know, um, magic show in Vegas and I guess all across the world, and they were, you know, showing us different magic tricks and how to do that, and also talking about like the concepts behind magic and something that i found really interesting when they were talking about learning magic was how important it is to read about magic and to read the techniques and how to do these different you know things to kind of sleight of hands and um the reason that they say they encourage you to read the tricks is rather than watching them is because when you're reading a book, for example, maybe it's like a fiction novel, you can't help but put yourself in the book. And you can't help but have your way of telling the story, your way of perceiving the story, end up on it because it's in your head and you're reading the words versus if you're watching a movie, someone else is doing that sort of imagining for you. And... Satan, with like when you're learning a technique um, of magic and sleight of hand you are you know putting yourself into it and the way that you would do this trick versus the way you'd watch somebody else do it and art I feel like is a lot like magic right like you can look at somebody else's painting and how they have done it but when you try to recreate the painting or when you try to master the techniques you can't help but have a bit of your own like stink your own um personality and aesthetic and um just your being and self and personality end up on it and that's what makes magic works so well as well What he describes is that it's all about feeling natural right like no one wants to go to a magic show and have it look disjointed and like clearly the magician is like lying to us or hiding something from us right like because he looks so unnatural up there or she and you know that they actually encourage when you're practicing magic to do it without you know any of the props or anything like just how would you make this look normal like how do you talk and like paying attention to the way you move your hands so that when you're talking you know you can naturally slip the ball or the card or whatever it is like into one hand or the other because that's just the way you use your hands and your mannerisms and using that as a way to create a sleight of hand is like using your own personality and tendencies. And I couldn't help this entire time think like, oh my God, this is just like painting. Like, you know, you can, art is going to look best when it looks, when it feels and looks natural to you. Like it just came out of your mouth like a breath, you know, like it's just so natural. And that's, and that is what I feel like the best of painting is it's just it almost you look at it you don't even understand how it like happened right but it's just them and it's just like their essence and that's kind of what the same thing with magic it just like happens and you didn't realize it happened and you're like oh my god how did they do that and it's like because they were using themselves and their personality and their tendencies to kind of pull the wool over our eyes a little bit. Um, but I think that's similar, not that art is about lying or pulling the wool over someone's eyes, but I definitely feel like it has to do with the leaning into your tendencies and using those as your strengths, you know? Also, something that um, I found really fascinating that they were talking about, too, was, you know, go through, you know, reading these magic books or and these techniques and or watching and realize what you're bad at like realize like maybe you're really bad at like the rope tricks or whatever that maybe shouldn't be your style or part of your act you know similarly in painting like I know I I don't enjoy and I don't like painting people and knowing that about myself and and embracing that about myself has really like pushed me further towards things that I do love and enjoy. For example, I, you know, love painting things that have an atmosphere. And I love painting things that have some sort of like, you know, light and shadows and things like that. And I'm not as interested or I'm good at like abstract, but purely abstract art, like just a brush mark across the, the, the page. Like it's just not the kind of stuff that I am good at. And in leaning into like, that's not what I'm good at. You know, that is where I find my style and my essence. And leaning into like fully the parts of my paintings that work and also really, really bluntly recognizing like what's not working, What what am I not doing that's well. Actually, as we sit here, I'm looking at a commission I just did and there's a couple things that I'm looking at that I don't love about it but it's a commission and i like had to do it a certain way because it's for them and not me which is another topic entirely of why commissions are so hard for so many of us because it's pushing us to do things that are unnatural a lot of the time like it's not coming from a place of like just purely us it's like we're channeling somebody else and that you know, similarly like I just said with trying to do a magic trick and trying to make it look natural and real is like all about you you doing it yourself in your own essence. Um, And so where a commission I think really goes wrong is where we're trying so hard to like ignore our own essence, our own tendencies. And capture what the other person's essence and, you know, tendencies are and what they like. And that, you know, I think there's a way to do that beautifully and have the two things like really weave together and make something amazing. But I think that's really hard and complicated and why I actually feel like I'm starting to lean towards recommending that artists, especially starting out, don't do commission work. I I, I feel like there is something really... Um, just kind of stunting about it like especially as you're starting out and you're just figuring out this essence like it's it's complicated it's a complicated relationship i have with commission work but what i'm trying to say here is is that i really feel like i encourage you all and myself included in this is to really take a step back and look At all the paintings you've done this past year, you know, we're coming to the end of this year. All the, if you're not a painter, if you're a writer, if you're a musician, if you are a ceramicist, like, look at all the work you created this year. Which ones, like, really stand out to you as having that essence, transcendence, something that just, like, is different than the rest? Like, and you can't quite put maybe you can't put your finger on it, or maybe you can and be like, I know why that one's good. It's because X, you know, it's because it feels like me. It's because whatever. And study that and and try and see and you know, write down everything about that piece that you think is working and or pieces that are just like really worked. And like, what was it about that painting that just like absolutely worked? And like, you know, then think like, okay, what could I paint? or create next that's gonna like be able to do something similar right like kind of doing a remix of ourselves and in doing a remix of ourselves i think we're going to find you know oh maybe there was something that about that painting, even though as great as it is, that like I could have even elevated further or something I could have pushed further to make it even more amazing. And then you may find that you took it too far and you need to bring it back in. Like it's too, too pristine. It's too good. You need a little bit more of that roughness in there. And you're going to figure out a formula for yourself and for your work. And like what about you as a painter what's your strength you know is it the way you paint the sky is it the way that you have a softness to your brush strokes is it the way that you have a very like harsh brush stroke is it the way that you blend is it the way is the subject matter that you choose and like you have an eye for composition like what what is it and i think it's gonna it's gonna be really enlightening for you to go back and really look at what works this year have really felt transcendent to you and leaning into those natural tendencies in order to create the magic i think so often myself included as artists we think we need to just go bigger you know bolder whatever you know like just something crazy super original in order to make it magical and i don't think that's what it is i've seen like super small like almost you know, muted paintings that are like just transcendent. You know, they're not bold and in your face and crazy and the biggest version of themselves, but they just have this magic to them. And I think that there's just there's so much there, right? It's like it's it's about the artist being able to connect with themselves and fully lean into like what they're good at. And it's so interesting. I think you'll notice too, like if you look at I don't know if I look back at my art when I was in art school and even now like some of those paintings like were like such misses like oh god like that It looks pains me to look back at that and then there's other paintings where I'm like wow like I'm having a little bit of a breakthrough there like I'm seeing it like there's something really good there it's happening and then you'll next painting it's like 10 20 steps back it's like looks awful and you're like how does how do I keep how is this coming from the same artist right and that's where we need to have patience for ourselves right it's like that's where like you're you're learning magic if you're learning you know a technique to create something that looks real but has this sort of like aha like wow factor you know there's going to be missteps there's going to be mistakes there's going to be times where you reveal the trick too soon or you know there's something that you don't do that's super sly or super you know whatever when you're doing magic or there's gonna be something where like you had the idea was really good but just the execution like wasn't there you don't have it's not as polished as it needs to be and this is an entire lifelong journey of refinement and I am realizing that now and I think that I had this idea of when I was in art school of like a se- eventually I would just get to the place where like painting after painting it could churn out and it would just be like have all be beautiful and magical and a masterpiece every time and like have that essence and you know I do think that that eventually can start to happen like you know the more refined you get but that takes a long time. And that is what makes art such a worthwhile and incredible journey is it is a lifelong journey. You know, Penn and Teller are still teaching themselves magic tricks. They're still learning different, you know, forms of how to, how to make something better, bolder. You know, they're creating new things that no one's ever done. And that's because there's just an, always a new envelope and a new way to, like, create something different. Um, you can... You know use your you can use your bag of tricks over and over and over again to create something different each time you know there are certain staples that we have in painting like light texture you know composition that like have endless possibilities and that's why it's so fun and it never gets boring and so instead of getting frustrated with yourself just think about how much fun this is that you will never get bored with painting there will always there will be plenty of other bad paintings to create and there will be Plenty of other amazing transcendent paintings to create, but you have to go through the process. And I hate to say it, but I think it is a lot, a lot about like quantity too. Like I do think there's there's a reason we call it an art practice it needs to happen over and over again. Similarly in yoga, like I'm, I've just started kind of on this new journey of doing, having a yoga practice and it's been humbling because, you know, I've like, I've done yoga before. I don't know how to do a downward dog. I know how to do, you know, um, warrior three or whatever. It's like, I'm, doing these things over and over and over again, I'm suddenly, like, starting to realize, like, oh, I'm actually, like, really not that balanced when I do this. And, like, my hip is jutting out. And I've just been doing this, like, going through the motions. And, like, wow, I actually could adjust. And there's actually a lot more here in this one pose that I, am like, could learn and unlock here if I, like, sit with it. And it's humbling to realize, like, you know, there's hundreds of poses in yoga that, like, you know, you will probably never master them all. And that's similar in art. Like, you will never master art. Like, no one has ever mastered art. And I know you're probably like, well, what about Picasso? And, like, you know, all those other, like, no. Like, they had mistakes, too. Like, and also, maybe that's the wrong word. I think mastery of something doesn't mean that you are perfect at it. It doesn't mean that you don't make a mistake. It means you have comprehensive knowledge of something of a of a skill or subject or something have more knowledge of art than the average person you know that could be considered i guess considered mastery but like i also feel like but no one is absolutely has got it down pat like no one knows exactly like what art is right like it's kind of one of these like Areas of life that it's always gonna have some sort of like gray area, some sort of vagueness, and like there's always gonna be an an air a, a way to push the envelope there, and I think that that is such a noble pursuit, right? Like I think that the people who find themselves pursuing things like art um, or in in any form are usually people who really want to find a higher sense of self like a high there's like some sort of desire like a spirituality i think that's like inevitable with being an artist like i don't to make good art you have to be an interesting person to make interesting art you have to be an interesting person and interesting people tend to have some sort of interesting ethics or interesting ideas or interesting spirituality or something and so like that's different for each artist and there's no correct way but i think that that means that like this is a deeper Journey than just figuring out the best way to like paint lights, you know, the best way to like highlight things, make them look super real. Like, it's anyone can do that, like, truly, like anyone can figure that out, right? It's but it's more than that. And so, I just encourage you, like, once again, to have some patience with yourself, to look at what you have done that is truly masterful, that is truly having that amazing essence, and take it further and recognize that this is a really interesting lifelong practice. Um, and if you continue to go through this process and continue to create, you're going to find that part of yourself and it's going to show up on the canvas, on the page, on the, in the pot that you create, you know, in the, in the sculpture you create, whatever it is, it's going to, it's going to end up there, but you need to look for it and you need to be aware of it. Um, so yeah, I hope that this rambling form of a podcast that just came out of me <laughs> was hopefully inspiring to you. And um, let me know if it is. I'd love to hear from you at Girls on Instagram. Also, if you guys could leave us a review, that would be amazing. Um, we are slowly trying to grow this podcast. Um, it's actually a really big goal of mine in 2022 to like take this podcast to the next level. I love podcasts. I listen to podcasts constantly when I create art. And I feel like there's something also magical about them. And I am learning and growing and figuring out, like, what makes this podcast good, you know, too. It is an, also an art form that I'm trying to learn. And so if you leave a review or, you know, hopefully it's positive or want to give us feedback and about what you've enjoyed hearing about, um, what you want to hear less about, whatever it is, like, we would love to hear your feedback because you guys are what we're doing this podcast for. You know, I do this for myself. It's, you know, I, I like talking, but I'm doing it for you guys. And so knowing what you guys enjoy or what would make this podcast better is would be so helpful. So, um, yeah, we're going to have some big things in store, hopefully, for this podcast next year. Um, and next week's episode is it's not the last episode of 2020. Um, one I'm gonna say oh my god 2020 Whoa. <laughs> not that not that we're not in that year um next week's episode is not the last we actually are gonna do four episodes this month just a little special treat for the end of um 2021 and then we will start up again in the new year so as always thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you guys all next week oh, 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 oh. Ah, oh, yeah.